We are back for another Codex Cantina episode, which is just two guys talking literature, trying to make sense of it. Now, we spend a lot of time pushing ourselves, trying to understand this literature, organizing it, and then bringing it to a conversational approach for how we deliver it. And we've absolutely put more money in it than we've gotten out of it. So if you guys are considering supporting this channel, we'd appreciate you checking out our Patreon link at patreon.com slash the Codex Cantina, as well as Ko-Fi of ko-fi.com slash the Codex Cantina. It all helps us in running the show, along with commercials, guys. So thank you so much. We're going to do a quick commercial break, and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode. And welcome to the Codex Cantina, where we have a very special event here. We aren't breaking down a singular book. Instead, we are talking to Klaus from Germany about German Christmas traditions today. Well, nerds, my name is Leslie. I'm with The Nerdy Narrative. You may not have heard of me, but I like to read books. And then I like to talk about them. A lot. <laughs> but do you like Christmas? I love Christmas. Christmas <laughs> is my favorite. It didn't used to be, but it is now. As an adult, I grew to love Christmas more. The most okay. wonderful time of the year. And Crypto is the other half of the Codex Cantina, as you know. And then to my screen left is none other than Klaus. His grace. My grace, the contradictorian, yes. Uh, I don't read any books at all, and I hate Christmas, but I was invited here because I have to represent Germany. Do you hate the... Christmas? <laughs> no, I don't. And I don't hate books, so you should have caught up on that. Such a liar. The sarcasm, yeah. the sarcasm starts Guilty. strong. Hey, so, the Christmas uh, troll has arrived. Yeah. I, love I love it. Yeah. And we love him for it. All right, Klaus. So we started this tradition last year where we started out talking about Russia and we started reading some Russian short stories. And we found that there's actually a company that makes these books called a very, and then insert country name, Christmas. And in our second year, we're here celebrating German stories. And we've learned that countries may look at Christmas maybe a little bit differently. Here in America, we do this thing where on November 1st, we start celebrating Christmas. The entire month of November, with the exclusion of three days for Thanksgiving and Black Friday, we celebrate Christmas. And then all of December, we celebrate Christmas as well. Can you uh, start with sharing with us? I've been told that that might be a little bit ludicrous for some others out there. How does that land upon you when you hear these types of traditions? That's a bit much Christmas for me, personally. So uh, in Germany, we usually start... Uh, four weeks before, before Christmas Eve, so last week, last Sunday, Christmas time sort of started for us, but we we're not really celebrating Christmas. We have, I mean, Christmas decorations everywhere, except here, apparently, uh, but usually there's Christmas decorations in the streets and then the houses and the gardens, that sort of stuff. And you have the, those um, Christmas circles or whatever they're called when you have like four candles and for each of the four Sundays before Christmas, and then you light a candle each new week. Um, at least if you don't have a house that is burning down easily. So you aren't really allowed to have those things anymore, but still you're supposed ask, to do that. Can yeah. I ask real quick, what, what is that for? I've never heard of that. I've never done the, that before. The advent, uh, you've heard of like an advent calendar, right? Crypto. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. Exactly. It is like a Christian tradition. Um, I think it's more of like a Catholic thing. Mm -hmm. And as I'm living in a Catholic region and I'm a Catholic myself, we sort of do that here. So we like each, okay. each week before Christmas, we light one of these uh, candles. There's also one of those uh, religious songs where you have like four stanzas and you sing each stanza for each individual Sunday. So you first only sing the first stanza and then the next week, the second stanza as well. And then 
it starts and it enhances until Christmas, ideally. Yeah. I love that. Sounds very kind of Jewish too, because that's what they do when they yeah. light the menorah, the different candles and add the stanzas and on. Interesting. Yeah. So a lot of our, our, our traditions come from, from um, Jewish tradition and also from like Roman stuff. So there's a reason why we're celebrating Christmas so that we're celebrating Christmas. And that's because of that Roman solstice thing, sun, God, whatever that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not that old. I'm not Alan. I don't know. <laughs> now, I've spent some time traveling Europe in the wintertime, mostly around Italy. And I would say about you know four weeks before Christmas is when the markets open up, where everybody's outside, touring around these wooden pop-up tents that pop up in the you know, plazas, the piazzas there. What's it like in Germany? Because obviously we've heard of the wonderful German Christmas market. Yeah. Right now, that's a bit of a... There's, there's an obstacle called COVID, so they are not really happening this time of the year. I mean, we have them. Some cities have them, some others don't. And if, if you have them, you have to be vaccinated to get there. Um, but usually they start uh, when Advent starts, so four weeks before Christmas. Uh, it depends on every single... Like, bigger cities have, have them for a longer time, and, like, small towns have them for just a weekend or so. So uh, we have them this weekend, actually, in my town here. And it's like really small, but usually there are people selling uh, mild wine, spiced wine, like, and drinking. As always, as anything that Germans do, heavy drinking is involved. <laughs> so people are there, although it's freaking cold and it's snowing and people are standing in the cold and drinking and getting sick and having a cold. And then they don't go to work on Mondays. <laughs> so uh, the German economy is breaking down each December because of that. Um, Sounds very American. <laughs> yeah, really? It's very un-German to do that. No, and they last until, I think, a week before Christmas, and then these people start removing them again so that you are really getting uh, into the like hot phase where you have to buy last-minute presents, uh, like me. So that is when we do these Christmas markets. But it's, it's, it's sort of cute. Uh, some people really like them, and I... I'm like in the, in the middle of that because I, I like going there, but it is freaking cold. And <laughs> I mean, you could just go inside and celebrate inside, but no, you have the Christmas market outside where everybody's standing in the, in the snow and in the cold. And it's, it's not a good idea. Yeah. But it, a, it's fun. A, a lot of the stories that I read in the collection that we're reading is they had, they had the German markets mentioned in there. So it, it sounded it sounded like a tradition. It seemed like a lot of people would go and do their Christmas shopping there and they had a lot of fun doing it. So it, it almost, there was one story that I read. It gave me that, that movie serendipity kind of feel to it. So it sounds romantic to us and yeah, the cold, is. the winter sounds really good to me. <laughs> when there's snow, it's nice, but when there's no snow and it's just raining, then it's not really romantic oh. because it's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be Christmassy and there should be snow, but then there isn't because it's just cold and, and windy and rainy. And yeah, so it, it has its pros and cons, I guess. And I don't think it's, it's a really old tradition. I think it's more of a thing like the 20th century mm. when there's, it's sort of very strongly linked to capitalism because you're just buying Christmas decorations and useless stuff that you would never use in your in your normal life there, and that is all you do, and you get drunk apparently. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you guys put up uh, Christmas trees in your house? Yeah, yeah, totally. We do. Uh, 
we used to sell them like my parents used to sell them until like two or three years ago um you put them up Ooh, when do you put them up usually you have one outside in your garden and you have one in the house so you have two of them and sometimes we even have like smaller christmas trees in the kitchen or somewhere else usually it is in the in the living room like in the in the center of your house you have that big christmas tree which is like i think normally they are like two meters high um and they are decorated with lights and all sort of stuff it used to be candles but again trees yeah. sort of burn when you have candles <laughs> on them so it's electric light nowadays and uh yeah very festive decorations um i usually put mine up like two or three days before before christmas only um because it is sort of in the way <laughs> and uh, it sort of gets me in that final christmas mood when you put up that tree because then you know it's, it's really coming to be christmas and as germans aren't really celebrating christmas until it's christmas itself mm -hmm. uh, that sort of enhances the feeling that it's really immediately christmas danger now so you have to put up your tree yeah now when you say no. not celebrating christmas until christmas i i thought i heard something about saint nicholas day like december 6th yeah. or something like that is that not considered christmas or what it because we don't do yeah that, that that's an that's a different thing it's it's sort of closely linked to um like advent because it is in, in the christmas period you're preparing for christmas because you're lighting those candles on those things um but it's really celebrating the uh, the patron saint saint nicholas which is my patron saint as well because my name's klaus and it's from nicholas whatever uh so it it depends on the region but usually at least in my region you have that saint nicholas going around who is totally the real saint nicholas going around and handing out uh presents to the kids from the village so everybody's coming to our pub then and they are sitting there and getting their um their presents and everybody each year hopes that none of these children dares touch the beard of that saint nicholas because then yeah their childhood dreams will totally <laughs> oh, be ruined because yeah it's really it's not real saint nicholas it's just somebody in costume um and yeah that's what we're doing here on it's the sixth of uh so it should be like monday i think mm -hmm. yeah monday monday should be the sixth okay. and then but again because of covid that can't happen right now so saint nicholas is just going from house to house and handing out those presents to each of the kids individually and they're singing some some songs uh it's nice and especially if there's snow but if there's no snow and it's just raining once again it's not ideal <laughs> now so like you guys don't do presents on like christmas eve or christmas day yeah we do we oh, do okay that's that's a different thing saint nicholas is like smaller smaller gifts like chocolate chocolate and some these days it's some healthy stuff as well because parents are monsters these days but usually it's just chocolate and that sort of stuff or cookies oh, yeah so it's kind of like what we would call stocking stuffers mm -hmm. yeah in a way yeah i guess that that's it yeah okay. and so, we don't celebrate thanksgiving so that is a tiny thanksgiving for us christmas in germany sounds lovely absolutely lovely so far yeah you should be jealous because it's I'm, awesome. i am a little jealous Maybe Good. not of the the rain and cold, but I am a little jealous. Yeah, though this year it we have snow so here magical. already. So. Yeah, you can. It you is. can keep that. You can keep the keep the snow. I don't want that yeah. kind of magic. <laughs> it's so, a bit like a Narnia. So Klaus, I, I'm curious to see how Crypto here above did. Unfortunately, due to our distance and and COVID and all, we can't share it. But he made his first attempt at some German food. 
called Stolen. Is is yeah. is that something that um, have you traveled to the U.S. or, or where have you, where all have you been? No. Okay. No. I'm a poor poor lonesome student, and I don't travel. I've just been to England for like half a year because I'm learning to be an English teacher, so I had to go there. But I've never been to the U.S. No. Okay. Okay, because I'd be curious to see uh, how Mr. Crypto here did with his performance on his stolen. But what are some like like traditional foods? Or uh, I've heard you, you mention the spice, it? the spice, <laughs> the spice wine <laughs> earlier. What are some traditional foods that you may you guys usually celebrate this time of year? Yeah, Crypto, you're welcome to send it over here over the pond, and I can try it then. <laughs> uh, but yes, stolen is one of these. Um, also, in general, Christmas cookies. You always people are baking cookies all the time over Christmas. Like all the girls, as soon as it's like Advent, they start finding their inner baker, I guess, and they suddenly all start making cookies, which is weird. Um, <laughs> then we have stolen, um, and Christmas itself. Most people used to eat um what's it called uh goose or like geese that's what they used to eat so like the, the thanksgiving turkey germans are eating goose for christmas um but there isn't really i mean all, all sort of sweet stuff or that christmas markets you can buy all sort of sweet stuff that that spiced wine mild wine uh hot chocolate that sort of stuff then wine mixed with chocolate, which is the most disgusting thing I've ever yeah, tasted. But there are people who really like that. Um, what else? My do wife we got? loves wine with chocolate or chocolate with wine. <laughs> I've tasted it once, and I am not really interested in that. But I'm more of a beer drinker anyway. So yeah, um, you're here. Yeah, I'm very German. Um, <laughs> other than that, it's chocolate. Everything is like chocolate and 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 as sweet as possible. So yeah, pretty American, really. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a kind of a new thing. I mean, the geese seems like an old old tradition. Because, yeah, yeah, that's an old tradition. You know, five six hundred years ago, Germany wouldn't have had turkeys, so they ate what they had, um, and that's yeah, what you guys normally eat. Do you do a ham? Do you do hams? Yeah, but we do ham always. Um, it, uh, it, that, okay, okay, mostly around Christmas because that's uh, people used to slaughter the pigs at the end of November or at the start of November, and then the ham would be ready around Christmas. But that's just because it co it's, it's more of a coincidence because that ham was ready then because like six weeks before they had, they had slaughtered the pigs and then roasted the ham, whatever. So yeah, but it's true. We eat a lot of ham. But nowadays you eat a lot of ham the entire year. So if you're on a vegetarian, yeah. So it's not new unique to Christmas. Or no, I, I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so. Okay. Well, let's move into now. We mentioned earlier, crypto has prepared for you a fun, a fun little quiz. Okay. Oh, and we're kind oh, of oh, curious oh. because last year when we did this, we looked up where tree <laughs> stolen. Really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I made this. It looks really yeah. pretty. And, and yeah. You have made more, one more stolen than I have in my life. So. You're more German than me. Yeah, with, <laughs> with custom homemade candied worms, too, at that, too. He went yes. he yeah, and I it. candied my own stuff. <laughs> All right. So last Sorry. year, we did this thing where we started doing some research on how different countries decorate their trees. And of course, like you said, it's changed over the years from candles to more modern things. So when we show you these, they may come from different centuries, and that's not totally fair. But we're kind of curious. If we were to show you a set of three trees... Okay, we got a couple of them prepared. If you could pick out which one of them is decorated with German decorations, if you will. 
Now, the clue may be that there's some German traditional things on there, or it could be you could look at that and be like, that's absolutely not German. That totally looks Swedish or something like that. Well, uh, we'll have some fun with it. So, uh, Crypto, if you could bring up your screen here. All right. So, question one. Got three options there. Maybe it's a bit smaller. There you go. So option okay. two is in front of the Brandenburg Gate, so that is an obvious trap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think option three might totally be possible because we have these uh, these gnomes everywhere in our gardens, but I I've never seen them on Christmas trees before, so it might be possible, but I wouldn't say think so. Option one is like, what's that like? Are those um, are they red balls? Balls, I can't tell. <laughs> but anyway, we put that on our tree t today, so I think that is traditional. So I'm gonna go with option one because that is no, what so we're I, doing. I, I guess I messed up because I thought this was it was option two. Might be possible as well, but I, I can't really see what's because the tree is like in the background. Um, yeah, well, that, that's just in, lights. That's in Berlin. Yeah, that's in Berlin. That's in front of the Brandenburg Gate. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a give me. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> like, well, I have to pick this one because it's in German. He's like, that one's in Berlin. Obviously, a trap. <laughs> it has to be a trap. <laughs> no, it wasn't a trap. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> All right. Oh, I know this one. Oh my god. Definitely option two. Yeah. <laughs> now he's gonna yeah, trust us. Every trust single Christmas story in the very German Christmas collection talked about candles on the tree. And I think yeah. they almost all decorated them on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Um as I've yeah, said, yeah. it used to be real candles these days, it's electric candles because stuff turns to yeah, stuff burns. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and this one is Mexico, and then uh, option three is the, uh, you can see the little flags there. I think that's, uh, what is that? Uh, Sweden. 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 Yeah. Wait, so okay. what were what were the other two in the first one, did you say? Because um, this was, this I thought, one, um, fishing I think country. option one was Russian, wasn't it? Yeah, that one's Russian, because that was from last year. And then option three is... Uh, Your Christmas tree? No, 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 no. Uh, where, where is it they put the little gnome things? Is that... Uh, I can't remember where where Switzerland or something. It might be with, Norway, a place with lots of ports. I remember that. Yeah. All right, last one, last one. What is happening in option two? <laughs> is that a tree or a cake? <laughs> <laughs> the hell! What is in their heads? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with option one because I have seen that on trees here. Option two is uh, is an explosion. <laughs> and option three is like really too too much color for Germans. Germans are more neutral and don't use that many colors, I think. I don't think you guys so, uh, fold as much paper as in number three either. No. Yeah, so op option uh, three is uh, Japan. And yep. then option one and two are German. 
tricky. Yeah, tricky. this one I did trick you. I was trying to be. Cool. I, I tried to be easy in the beginning with question one, and then I tried to trick you at the end. Um, so that picture is from like the 1980s in Germany. <laughs> So you probably weren't even born. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I totally wasn't. I'm a 90s kid. I, I was hoping that you'd be like, oh my God, that's my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. It looks like you uh, avoided an explosion with number two there. So, yeah. so Crypto here had a question about some traditions that we have, such as caroling and such. Yeah, so I didn't know, uh, you know, you think a lot of times with Christmas, at least in regards to ours, there's a lot of traditions or standard things for my family anyway. Um, we never went caroling, but I remember living in some densely populated areas uh, in my childhood and people would go around caroling. And then I did. for us, yeah, for us, uh, so caroling usually would happen a couple of days before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then on Christmas Eve, we would get to open one present, mm -hmm. uh, and usually in our family, like somebody else had to pick it. So I have a younger sister and I would pick her present and she would pick my present. And then on Christmas day, uh, we did a fun thing that was very, very unique to our family where we did a scavenger hunt and my mom would hide clues around the house and we would do a little scavenger hunt and have to find our stocking stuffers. And then we would have breakfast and then finally we would open our presents. So like, what is your traditional, um, I guess, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, what are some maybe kind of the unique things that Germany does that that the US or other people around the world might not do, uh, or maybe unique to your family that is kind of fun? Because I just, I love learning about other little nuances of people's families, especially somebody that is not from our traditional style. Yeah, so we only work Christmas Eve because we are German stays, no, no sort of presents or sort of stuff involved. It's just work. Uh, no. Um, so usually we celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve, which is for us the uh, 24th of December, but it's only the evening. It's really only the evening. Um, shops are open until uh, lunchtime, so you can buy some last-minute presents, which I have been doing repeatedly because I'm terrible at that. Um, but then it's sort of you're waiting till it gets dark and then you are getting your presents. And um, either you go to mass before or you don't, depending on how religious you are. Uh, usually mass here is around uh, six and uh, then you go home and then you have dinner and then you open the presents. At least that's what we are doing in our family, but it depends on every individual family. Um, there's nobody going around singing carols or something, but we have uh, musicians here who go around and with their trumpets and that sort of stuff and play some Christmas carols. Um, yeah, and then you sort of get into the living room where the Christmas tree is standing and Usually houses also have that a, a depiction of Christmas evening of Jesus being born. So you have baby Jesus there in, in miniature and you have the, 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 the animals and an angel coming there and yeah, a replacement of that. And um, then you get your presents. Usually they are uh, below the Christmas tree and our family usually sing one carol before that. And then there is no patience left, so everybody opens their presents and is either happy or not. I haven't <laughs> received a good Christmas gift in, I think, 10 years. <laughs> that is so uh, sad. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good giver, but apparently nobody can figure out what to, what to give me. So that is why I'm so glad they have a wish list nowadays. Uh, um, mine won't yeah. use it because it's books. 
They're like, yeah. don't you get enough books? And I'm like, never. Yeah. The, the formula for the amount of books that I want is N plus one. I'm not good at math, but I think that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that so then you get your presents, you open the presents. Um, how, how do you guys do presents? I know it, it, it usually is unique from family to family, but like an hours will usually go around like in a circle and like one person will open and everybody watches and then the next person opens, everybody watches. Mm -hmm. And so it'll take like maybe two or three hours depending. Germans are very efficient people, so we don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> our family, it's free for take all. Take our presents and open all of them and uh, yeah, pretend to be happy about what we are given. <laughs> and then, okay, yeah, we sort of, yeah. Okay. What's so here we have midnight mass on Christmas Eve. Uh, my stepmother grew up Catholic, but she changed to Baptist later in life, but she would still always go to midnight mass. And I always thought Catholicism was such a beautiful religion and the church and just, so I always would go to midnight mass with her on Christmas Eve. And it was just, it just really added a little touch of magic to the evening, but we would only do one Christmas present on Christmas Eve. And we could choose any one that we wanted to, as long as it wasn't one of the big ones. And then we would do the rest the next morning. And we, we did not wait. We did like my stepmom be like, Oh, I'm going to cook breakfast. And we're like, our, my brothers and I are already under the tree, just like ravaging everything. Yeah. Cause that seems cruel to me to make children wait the entire oh, we weren't children. Get the we, next. we were teenagers <laughs> and, and adults. Oh, she, she then was it's 41 cool to me. <laughs> to make adults that his weight. But I also oh. used to go caroling. That was so much fun. And then one year, there I lived in an apartment, and a group of carolers came to our courtyard and stood in the courtyard and caroled to us. And it was so I love I love that. So I need to find me a group here. I love to sing. I'm terrible at it, but I love to do it anyway. And Christmas carols are the best, right? I love Christmas yeah, music. Everybody can sing Christmas carols, even if you have a voice like Leslie, that should totally work. <laughs> Look, people love when I sing Christmas carols on my channel, I'll have you know. Although I've, I've been a little too under the weather to do any singing so far this year, but it's yeah, coming. Same. It's coming. I've had a cold for like two weeks now, but it's not COVID, so hey. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Thank goodness. Yeah. So so Klaus, one of my favorite thing to ask Germans is about the German pickle. I, my name here, I can't pronounce it at all, of course. I'm, I'm sure you've got it down. But have you heard of this quote unquote tradition that we, we Americans call it a German tradition called the German pickle? Yeah, we would pronounce it Weihnachtsgurke. Um, Bless you. Can, yeah. Can you say that again? Um, Weihnachtsgurke. Americans. Weihnachtsgurke. <laughs> Wein with a V. Gurke. Weihnacht is Christmas and Gurke is pickle. Yeah. So, so have you heard about that? Like when we say there's this tradition where you take a German pickle ornament, it's like a little glass ornament. What you do is you put it on the Christmas tree, the day, the Christmas Eve. So that way, when you wake up the next morning, the first person to find this pickle in the tree either has like a year of good luck or gets an extra present if they're the first to find it. Have you ever heard of that? Of course, never. <laughs> I've never heard about that in my entire friggin' life. 
I love it. I love it because because this is like one of those biggest like misname things that apparently it didn't start to like the 1890s in America by a company called Woolsworth that made these little ornaments. And the theory is they just made this whole story up about it being a German tradition just so they can sell more ornaments to Americans. Mm -hmm. But the best part about this is, is now so many like Americans will travel to Germany, right? And they'll go to these German markets and say, we want a German glass pickle. And the Germans are like, what are you talking about? We don't do that. And then so now Germany will make German pickle glass ornaments just because Americans think it's a tradition there and they can make money off of it. That's capitalism for you. I'm not saying it. I mean, it could be possible that there was some regional tradition somewhere in in the south or somewhere in Germany, uh, but I have never heard of that before. But I have a friend who, uh, you know, when you have pickles, you have a glass of pickles, you have that water in there. I have a friend who drinks that water, so that is all I can say about pickles. It's delicious, especially if you're when you are drunk. You have a hangover. I tell you, it cures you. Runners will drink pickle juice after they go running because it puts salt back into your system super quick. And it's yeah, good. we call it pickle juice. The water is what mm-hmm. we call it. Oh, juice. Lovely. Yeah. Did you know not, that pickles, cucumbers are actually like part of like they're considered berries. They're part of like the the gourd family. Yeah, I totally knew that, Leslie. Of course, why are you even asking? <laughs> oh, yeah, I minored in botany. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, just I studied biology for like see, five years. I know that. I saw it on the internet. I was like scrolling and I saw a picture of a pickle and I was remembered we were talking about the German pickle and I was like, ooh, what is this? Is this about the German pickle? And it was like, no, hey, did you know this? And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Oh, I you know. another one. The, the German pickle made me think of, have you guys ever, or Klaus, have you ever heard of Elf on a Shelf? No, I've, I've seen something on Instagram in uh, because there was this umbrage on the snitch thing and the elf on the shelf, and I was like, "What? What's that supposed to mean?" So, no idea. It's... That's kind of yeah. That's kind of a newer tradition where there's this little elf guy, and uh, people would set him on the shelf, and it was kind of like a game that they would play with their kids, and they would hide it around the house, and I guess it yeah. kind of distracts the kids, you know, as Christmas is approaching because they want their presents and you know, children are impatient and stuff. And the elf with a shelf mm. kind of became this game and came, kind of became a cultural phenomenon. And uh, you had to buy the exact one. And and for many years there, they were very hard to find. You could only buy them at one specific store and they started selling them like illegally on the black market. And they were going for like one or $200 for these tiny little elves that people would set and hide and stuff. And it, it kind of became like a big thing for a few years. I think, I think it died off a little bit, but it was kind of mm-hmm. in that venue of this mythical lore, like the German pickle. Yeah, like every night the parent would move the elf and then the kid would get up the next morning to find it. And the elf was keeping an eye on the kid, making sure they were good until Christmas. Yep. But where the hilarity came in is the creative way that parents would hide the elf and it would be doing things around the house. So uh, <laughs> yeah, they would, they would, I like looking they would, at the memes. Yeah, they, sometimes like what, some of my favorite ones because I don't know if you know, uh, Una and I are huge Star Wars fans, and uh, people like, I set have it up. noticed. Yeah, <laughs> what they would set up like Darth Vader and like Luke Skywalker and like Yoda, and they would take their Christmas ornaments of their Star Wars characters and put them with the the elf on the shelf, or like they would put their GI Joe characters, or they would put like Barbies. Uh, uh, Barbies They'd be like in a hot tub Bright. with Barbies. 
yeah, he'd be like Elf in the Shelf, be chilling, you know, with a Barbie on each side of him, and it just <laughs> it, it became this crazy thing. And it, it, I don't know if it's still as big anymore because I, I have a couple of nephews, and it was really big when they were little, but now they're teenagers, and I don't think they do it as much. But uh, yeah, it, you, so you guys didn't do anything like that, right? Nope. Well, you guys, <laughs> oh, well, not at all. Leslie hit it on the head. Is we're like he's watching you. If you touch him, it breaks his magic, and then he can't tell Santa that you've been good and you won't get presents. Right. It's part yeah. of the it's part of the stick. Right. To make sure that your kids are good as it's all part of that trick. You guys, I think um, I'm not sure how prevalent this is, but we saw in some of the stories that we are reading here references to like Knox Ruprecht and St. Nicholas, where they talk about how they'll abduct yep. children that are bad. And I'm like, whoa, abduct children. That sounds kind of bad, actually. Like, is that like a comedy? The bad like, children. So it's fine. Okay, so 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 German parents will tell their kids, "Be good, or you will be abducted by these Santa's helpers." Basically, <laughs> maybe they used to, but <laughs> they're not doing these. So we have um, two figures. We have uh, Knecht Ruprecht, who is that Nick Saint Nicholas guy, who is that um, always wearing just black stuff and wearing a hood so that you can't know who it is. And he has that stick, and he goes around there beating the kids who have been bad, like not really beating them. I mean. Not these days, but Not I think he might have done that <laughs> a couple of years ago. He might have actually have beat them. Um, so he's going around there and really, I've never seen any child not get, oh, I mean, I have seen children not get um, like uh, sweets on St. Nicholas Day because they were that bad that year. And then that was a terrible punishment. So he didn't really beat them. Uh, but you have, especially in the South of Germany, you have that Krampus character who was really um, who they are really saying he he will abduct you if you are not good then he will totally abduct you and there is that um, so carnival is a big thing in Germany and it is sort of linked to that because there's that Krampus character and people are wearing that sort of a mask and uh, and a hood they are looking like that person on Edward Munch's um, the scream like that that um, painting that's what they are looking like and they are just. Yeah terrifying the children because you if you are bad they will abduct you but um <laughs> it's a german tv series that uses that but that's um, so cool nobody is abducted here these days for christmasy purposes yeah i think they even made like a horror movie called krampus where mm -hmm. they yeah. have like this mass murderer that would like hide in the walls or something i don't remember but he'd come out and abduct these like sorority girl college students and such i don't know it's pretty creepy <laughs> i guess they've been bad so they totally deserved it. <laughs> but it's sometimes bad good. <laughs> the legends are true. Well, our, I think we're kind of at our time for how much, you know, Klaus is dedicated to us. We appreciate it. Any last questions that you guys have for our guest here? What is your best Christmas memory story as a child, young man? Leave us on a positive note here. Yeah, I know you said it's been 10 years, but... <laughs> yeah, so I have to think. Kid. I have to think. You because I am just kid. 11, so I have to think. Yeah. You were a good boy and you got that gift. Give us that Christmas magic. Or what do you want most for Christmas this year? Oh. A million dollars. Um, or euros, not, not a million dollars. Dollars are useless here. So. Yeah. No, no wonder you dollars. don't ever get what you want for Christmas. <laughs> High bar there, goodness. <laughs> yeah. I think the best gift I ever received was, um, I have to think, I think when I was like five, 
Uh, then my football team, or my soccer team, as you guys would say, uh, they won the Champions League. Uh, so Borussia Dortmund, they won the Champions League, and I was given one of their jerseys for Christmas. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. Um, I still have that, I think, but it doesn't fit me anymore for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's cute. I think that so is everything Christmas I can say week. about good Christmas presents. My life is sad. Aww. Well, I remember I just went through my, you know, a big growth spurt for me when I turned 11 too. So we're, we're hanging in there for you and all. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy. Excellent. Well, thank you for spending some time and sharing, you know, a little bit more about your culture and your family's traditions. We appreciate you having you here today. We are going to leave a link to Klaus's channel down below, where if you are not already subscribed to him, you can go join and listen to his cunning wit and amazing remarks as he talks about books that he, of course, does not like. <laughs> thank you so much, Klaus. Appreciate your time and all your information. Thanks for having me. All right. And bye, guys. Oh. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, everybody.